welcome to the Talent Brand Podcast by Talent Brand Alliance. My name is Will Staney. I'm the CEO at Proactive Talent and co-founder of the Talent Brand Alliance with my fellow co-founder. Hey there, this is Brian, Director of Employer Brand at Indeed and co-founder of the Talent Brand Alliance. Now, the Talent Brand Alliance is a community for recruitment marketing and employer branding professionals who want to connect with and learn from their peers both online and offline. We're here to talk and learn about all things recruitment marketing, talent brand building, and talent brand technology with the employee experience storytellers that do this every day. You ready? Let's go. We're back with the Talent Brand Podcast, and today uh, we've got Deborah Luna from Paychex. Welcome, Deborah. Well, thank you very much. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Welcome, welcome. We are back, Deborah. Um, so great to see you at the last Talent Brand Summit in March. Yes. Uh, loved the weather. Loved to hang with you and chat a little bit about your experience, a little bit of what you do, and really excited to dig in a little, learn a little bit more um, about kind of some of your challenges and um, how you got in, into this crazy world of talent branding. Yeah, so I am the Employer Brand Program Manager here at Paychex. Paychex is a, an international uh, human capital management company. We uh, handle all different um, types of HR functions for small and medium and some larger sized companies around uh, the world. We're currently located in the U.S. and we are uh, just continuing to expand rapidly. Um, we have a little over 15,000 employees nation or worldwide, I should say. Um, and I head up our employer brand program for the entire company. So, um, so that's, that's my, my spiel. That's great. Just quick follow-up question. Uh, do you, do you report into HR marketing? comms? Yes. So I report in through talent acquisition, um, and then up through our HR, uh, and organizational development, um, organization here at Paychex. Being in HR and being a practitioner Mm -hmm. at a vendor, in the space, I know Brian and myself both have done that or are currently doing that. Do you feel like there's a sense that you've got to you've got to do it at a higher level, like that the pressure is a little bit, you know, more on because your company works within the space? Yeah, I, you know, you you nailed it. I think we being an HR company and working in an HR function, you're, you're closer to the heartbeat than, than any other part of the business. And our VP likes to say that, uh, you know, that her team is our product. Basically what we do from top to bottom within HR is, is what our company sells to other organizations. Um, so, you know, I, I definitely, not only do I feel a closer tie to it, but I also feel a greater sense of responsibility to ensure that what we're doing is authentic and is, you know, the best representation for who we are as an HR organization and who we are as, an organization within HR. So it's this sort of duality that we have to stay really focused on. Yeah, it really is. I can totally identify with that. Um, it's, it's very meta uh, when you're working yeah. in an HR or recruiting focused, um, you know, product based company, and then you're working in recruiting or talent attraction. So uh, yeah, yeah the, the, the microscope is definitely on. And, um, and I, I, I will say you've already used one of our drinking game phrases so you've said oh. uh, you said you said authentic. So authentic, oh. transparent. There's uh, genuine. Okay. There's uh, for everybody at home. Whenever you hear those words, feel free to take a drink, a sip of your water, or whatever beverage might be close at hand. I'm drinking an iced <laughs> coffee at the moment. 
I don't have anything. I'm normally an iced coffee drinker, but I don't have anything right now. So I cannot participate in this, in this activity, but I will, I will future reference. I will. I'll drink for two (laughs) just for you, Deborah. (laughs) Thank you, Brian. But I totally understand what you guys are saying. I, you know, I, I was at success factors building player brand and, and it was weird because you, you know, we were also utilizing and u- using our own software um, and tools. And so, you know, regularly getting pulled by sales to go and talk to a customer, you know, who's a, who's a colleague in the industry about how we yeah. use it internally. And it does take, it, it does change the role. I feel like having an employer brand role at a company, especially if they do employer brand products or software, like, like success does recruitment marketing, you know, software and, uh, mm-hmm. It, it, it it's like having more than just that job a bit because you know, yeah. you have to be sort of the, the best customer champion at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and being the customer champion, like how does that affect, I mean, obviously I'm assuming your paychecks clients. So how does that, how does that relationship work? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. So a lot, some of the tools that we use are um, Paychex products. So our ATS is a Paychex product, my staffing pro. So we use that and, you know, we advocate for that to, to companies that, um, you know, need to know about that product. Um, we also, you know, when we're talking about how we, how we market an opportunity at Paychex, when we talk about employer branding as it relates to, well, how are you positioning the culture here or the employee stories here? Um, because of the type of work we do, I mean, we hear it all the time, and, and this won't be new to the folks who are listening to this podcast, but you always hear that customers want to work with companies who treat their employees well. And so for, for a company like ours who our lifeblood are the clients that we support and continuing to grow that, we're a sales organization, we're a technology organization, we're pushing these things to our, our clients every day and bringing them to their, um, you know, their attention every day, in order for us to positively influence that side of our business and the growth of our organization on the outside, we have to ensure that the growth of the organization on the inside is strong. And the best way to do that is to show what a great place this is to work. And so, you know, it's been, it's been interesting because up until a couple of years ago, my role didn't exist here. And so, you know, we, as formerly, I was a recruiter, reformed recruiter. And so, you know, there was all this talk about, well, how do you recruit externally? How do you talk about opportunities at paychecks? And, you know, it was before, you know, we really honed in on the fact that this is a, this is a role. This is a, a thing that has a, a name and a, and a job title and, um, and can actually have, you know, a person doing it full time. And so we were sort of dabbling around in it and it just sort of became this, um, this thing that wouldn't go away. And so then it, you know, my director at the time, my manager at the time really advocated for, no, this, this can't be other duties as assigned that a recruiter does. It can be that and, but it can't be that or. Um, and so, you know, we brought the, the conversation up to our senior leaders and our, our executive team. And we said, listen, you know, this is something that if we want to continue to differentiate ourselves in the industry and help grow our talent base with, with folks who, you know, truly are fit for our organization from a cultural standpoint um, and from a values perspective, the best way to do that is to have a team of folks that are, are focused on properly, you know, sharing that message as much as we can and not creating it, but just amplifying what already is there. That's great. And, and are you, like, like many of us have been in the past, uh, other than Brian, who's a huge team. Are you a one person show? Yeah. That is true. So when I say a team of people, it's it's me and like the the multiple. You know, Your I feel a little like Michael and... Keaton in multiplicity at, at times. All the hats um, that you have to but, wear. 
lots of hats, lots of plates spinning. You know, um, I, I have a team of recruiters who I can activate, um, but they have a full slate of requisitions that they're responsible for. So, you know, supporting me is, is a huge part of what they do. And, and I'm sort of underneath the, or the, the sort of the woman behind the curtain, providing them the content to push out. And then they're, um, you know, amplifying it out into their networks. But, um, you know, when it comes to the strategy behind it and identifying areas where we have um, improvement opportunity and <clears throat> where we should be positioning our information, where the eyeballs are that we want to get in front of, um, that's the work that I do behind the scenes. So with the, speaking of work that you do behind the scenes, what kind mm -hmm. of projects are getting you up in the morning? Um, We interrupt this podcast for a special message. The Talent Brand Summit is coming up in London this October 15th through the 17th. If you're in employer branding or recruitment marketing, come connect with and learn from your peers in the employer branding space. There are only 100 spots, so make sure to grab yours at talentbrand.org summit. Again, talentbrand.org summit. And we'll see you in London. Now back to the show. So many things. So we are um, just about 50% through um, an implementation with the Muse, um, which we're really excited about because it's the first time that we've um, we've put any any like weight behind a, a, a service outside of job boards. So you know, obviously, we use the the big ones. Indeed, um, shameless plug for you. I know. Um, we use, you know, those job boards, those, those are recruitment tools, but there was never, we never had, um, we never had the buy-in or we never had the, the sort of clout to, to carve out a small segment of our budget to say, no, this is specific to just marketing and just branding and not the job board side or the requisition posting side or the, you know, the ad posting side. So, um, so we're, we're just about um, halfway through that initial implementation and we're hoping to have our um, our profile live with them by the end of October. So that's exciting. And uh, they've been awesome to work with. Um, we are sort of always tinkering with our careers page. We went through, so as luck would have it. So I, I, um, I had a, a, a baby about a year ago, a little over a year ago. And while I was out on maternity leave, my company went and did a full, complete top to bottom rebrand. Um, oh and it was, it was, I know, ironically enough, right after, so my, my last like to-do checklist item before I went on maternity was to order all new job fair marketing materials and display booths and banners and Sorry, I'm, I'm and all shaking. we went through. Nobody can see this, but I'm shaking my head over here because I can only imagine I've been in a similar seat. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, so a whole, so whole new site. I was like, you guys, I, I was like, you guys, you got the boxes. We're good to go. I'm going to go have a baby now, but I'll be back in three months. And then like one of the first emails I saw when I logged back in was, hey, JK, new brand, um, which has been great. Like the, the new look and feel of our, uh, of our brand identity is, is, is spectacular. And it truly is a better reflection of who KHX is as an organization. We have, you know, this new sort of simplified, simplified, clean, uh, crisp, really tailored um, brand identity now. But it meant that we needed to sort of take a minute, take a breath, and then go back and take a look at everything we had created previously and, and, and give it a once over. So as part of that, our careers page um, 
has been in the process of going through a redesign where um, we've created a, a, a lot of new um, video content that we're getting up in all of our different, you know, on our YouTube channels, follow us on YouTube, you know, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we have podcast content. So I've been outside of this podcast, not that I'm cheating on you because this, you know, is such a wonderful podcast, but I am seeing other podcasts. Um, and so we're, we definitely uh, have an open relationship. I just want to, we have an know. open, a poly podcast relationship. Um, we, um, so we have a couple of, of podcasts here at Paycheck um, that are now externally facing on our Podbean channel. So if you're listening to this, follow us at Inside Paychecks on Podbean. But um, one of them is a, is a culture podcast um, where we get to sit down with senior leaders here at the organization and I get to record those every month and they're just always really fun and my co-host is awesome and um, so that's great. And then we do another um, in, Inside Paychecks podcast about employee stories that I um, periodically host with um, someone on my PR team uh, named Michael. So um, those are a couple of the things. Um, I recently, I did say that I'm a team of one, but I, I, I did recently have the opportunity to bring on a content designer um, as a summer intern. She's a senior, a rising senior at Rochester Institute of Technology. Um, and so she is with me now and she'll be with me through the fall semester as she starts off her senior year and she's been awesome helping me with design stuff. So that's been really cool. Um, we've been able to churn out a lot of really great marketing content um, with her support and assistance. So, I mean, I could, the list goes on. The list yeah, goes I mean, on, but those are the top as ones. A, how did you get into the talent brand space? Like when, when did you uh, make that switch and, and, and what, what, what was the background that? Yeah. How did you get here? So, how did, how, what's my origin story? Well, yeah. I was bit by a spider. No. So, um, <laughs> I would believe that. I, <laughs> it's true. Um, so, yeah. So, I was a recruiter, um, former agency recruiter doing like temp and direct hire staffing. And then um, I moved to Paychex, um, uh, geez, almost seven years ago. And I was a sales recruiter. So, I was recruiting for sales reps in our major market space um, up and down the East Coast. And that was great. It gave me a really, you know, good line of sight into our sales organization and, and the products and services that we offer and, and the benefits of partnering with an organization like Paychex if you're a business owner. And so, you know, the war on talent, quote fingers, um, was rearing its head. And my manager at the time <clears throat> was like, we need to be doing something differently. Like, let's just start like creating some memes and graphics and things that we could share. And it's so funny when I talk to people about this. So this is going back now, like probably like four years now when we started doing this. <laughs> and it was sort of that, like, it's easier to apologize and ask permission let's just start kind of creating stuff and like we, who's going to see it. Like it, let's just try and see what, it, if we get any bites. When I look back at some of the original graphics that we created, they are so horrendous. <laughs> it's like when you find, like if you've ever moved out of your parents' house and they give you that box of crap from like sixth grade and you find your journal and you're like, Oh, let me read my poetry. And you're like, wow. Like that was a, that was a time <laughs> that we were going to just like close the box back up and like send it away. You're like, yeah, my, my parents were saints for putting this on the refrigerator. I gotta do it. <laughs> right, like this. It, it's kind of like those, 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 those Facebook, you know, on this day. Oh yeah, the and, memories. And I yes. would share like employer brand stuff that I was doing like 10 years oh, ago at like VMware. So profound. Uh, you know, yeah. and, and, and I look and I go, oh my gosh, that was, Yeah. I actually put that out in the world. I'm like, what was I doing? Right, and I'm like, Sam was proud of it. And like, was so yeah. proud of it. I was like, this is it. 
Yeah, I check like, out this video. I mean, iMovie, yeah. you know. I am good. Program. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so the thing, good. right? It's Revolutionary. Like it's, it's about constant improvement. And so take, we're right. always improving, always getting better for what we're doing. So when we do look back at something that we didn't do yesterday or last month, we're just like, oh my right. gosh, we've progressed so far from that. But yeah. then positive side of that, Brian. Doing that. Yeah, I know. Good spin. But we're all like, we're embarrassed of our previous selves. And you're like, no, it just shows up. We're turning into you, a therapy session. You can still be, you can still be embarrassed. Just know that it's all, that everybody's embarrassed. That's really what I'm We're all to. growing. Oh, We've yeah. got to grow through it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, so that, that was sort of where it started. So we started with like, Oh, let's just do some fun graphics and we'll do this and we'll do that. And then it was like, well, let's try to do some little like hokey video, not hokey, but like grassroots videos of recruiter tips and things that we can share out. And so me and my, my teammate, Laura, who, you know, her and I are, are sort of, um, a little comedic tag team. Uh, we started putting together these little, I, I movie videos of <laughs> recruiter tips and things like that that people could could watch um, and we started sharing those a little bit and then we started attending the more and more conferences that we were attending we started hearing all these people talking about employer branding and recruitment marketing and employer branding um, and it was around that time that we um, we signed up with what was then our CRM tool um, we were using Smashfly at the time and we went to the Smashfly conference and um, and, and I, I, I was continuing to do this work while recruiting, you know, do this recruitment marketing work and, and quote unquote employer branding work. And my manager was like, we really need to, this needs to be its own thing. You know, it makes sense for it to be its own thing right now. Deborah's so focused on just doing this for sales, but we have our service recruiters. We have our IT team. Like there's other opportunity, but right now, because she's focused on sales, she's sort of laser focused on doing this for, for that organization or for that, you know, those roles. And when we were at the Smashfly conference and nearly every single speaker that spoke said something about employer brand or trans or uh, recruitment marketing, my, my then director looked at me and she was like, yeah, yeah. Like we're in the, we're in the zone. Like we're doing this already. We need to make it happen. So it just came back. Right. Yeah. It's time to just like make it, make it a fish. And so, um, so she came back, she met with our VP, who's fantastic, and it evolved into a full-time role. And, um, and then I, uh, you know, interviewed and posted in and, and, and was selected for the role. So, um, and since then, so it's been um, coming up on three years now in the role formally. Um, is that right? Yeah, I think that's right. Three years, two, two and a half years. Yeah, you said like um, four, four first and then officially three yeah. years. Three. So that's the seven. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, the first year was a lot of like, what do we do now? Let's create a role. <laughs> Let's figure it out. What do we want to do? What are our goals? How do we accomplish them? And it was a lot, a lot of transactional sort of changing the engine of the plane mid-flight type stuff. And then the second year um, was, all right, what did we learn in the first year? How can we do it better in the second year? And now that that things have sort of settled and the recruiters have enough content that they don't need me to be transactionally creating things, and they have enough uh, sort of a knowledge base of what recruitment marketing and employer branding looks like from a day-to-day standpoint, and they don't need me to be helping manage that specifically. Now I've been able to shift my focus on the horizon and less, you know, what's happening in the car. Yeah, um, more so, strategic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, speak, so, and, and speaking of like learning, like as you're in this role, like, what, what is, you know, maybe whose work or what companies are you seeing out there right now 
that are doing really great things in the space or what were some of the sources of the people that you learned from as you were kind of learning this role in the past? Mm -hmm. Anybody we should check out? Yeah. Who inspired you? Well, so, I mean, so there's this, there's this like small little group called the Talent Brand Alliance. Um, (laughs) All joking aside, and I don't mean to plug it being on the call, but um, the group that is created as the the group of talent brand practitioners that make up the Talent Brand Alliance has been a huge resource. So out of the gate, being a single person army here, um, being able to communicate, ask questions, learn, you know, test um, in, in an environment where folks have done it already, folks are doing it alongside you. They, it, it, it has this sort of um, like collegiate vibe where like you're coming in as a freshman and there's seniors who are like, no, no, you don't need to take that class. Don't take it. Take, you know, take this class over here. Then you don't have to wake up at 8 a.m. You can wake up at noon. Like there's these people who have done it before and can and sort of help you navigate through. So that has been huge and, and has also helped me build my credibility here in my organization because it's, it's, an, it's a, a group of people who have done the work and have proven that they know what they're doing. So when I come to the table to my leaders and I say, listen, here's why we shouldn't go down this road. Here's why we need to go down this road. Um, and this is why. I'm trusted when I, when I say that. So that's first awesome. things first, I'll I, say that. Well, yeah. well, thank you for that. And, and, and it's great. I mean, that's why Brian and I started this community. Um, and it's just awesome to see folks getting that kind of value from it. And it, yeah. if you think about it, you're right. It does add to your internal credibility because when you go into a meeting with executives to talk about employer brand, it's not just your mind, but 800 right. other minds that are in that community 100%. that helped inform that decision. That's exactly it. Um, yep. I mean, it's, it's awesome. You're not an army of one anymore, Deborah. You're right. You, there's an army of almost a thousand people who have your back. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, awesome. it's, it's been, it's been huge. It's been a huge, uh, you know, a huge impact. It's made a huge impact. So that's first. The second, and this is sort of, um, maybe like a, an unusual place to go with this, but one of the things that, that I'm trying to do when we talk about things on the horizon is I'm trying to figure out ways that to activate our employees from as a brand, as a brand ambassadors, right? So everyone will say, well, you know, what's great about working at my company is that there's work-life balance and there's great career growth opportunity and training and things like that. There's all these like sort of standard elevator pitch things that you hear. So when you hear, when you hear these things, they're true in, in many different places, but when we talk about Paychex as a, as a unique company and, and what the, the culture really feels like when you work here, um, figuring out a way to, to better empower our employees to champion that message in ways that, I'm going to say it again, so if you have your beverages handy, that are authentic to them. Uh, thank you. Thank you. That is sort of my next phase. Like, how do I, how do I make it so it's not just recruiters selling why the opportunities at Paychex are great, which they are, but how do we better empower our employees to tell their own stories in their own ways, wherever they're comfortable, wherever it makes sense, wherever their networks are. So an example of that, you know, when I look at Disney, so obviously a huge organization, tons of employees, tons of reach, all of these different sub brands and, and, you know, all these different things Service side of what they do and the experience side of what they do is such a huge part of, of their, um, you know, value system and, and what they provide to people that it has created this like microcosm of Disney brand ambassadors who are not necessarily employees of Disney. They're just people who love it and who are passionate about it and have maybe figured out ways to monetize that and who have maybe figured out ways to, you know, become 
you know, uh, unofficial sponsors of, uh, you know, Disney products and services. And I don't anticipate us reaching that level at any point. But what I do want is I want our employees who do love what they do here to find ways um, to, to become that, that sort of create our own little mini microcosm of that, um, which is sort of a daunting undertaking when you think of it at a Disney scale. But, you know, when I, when I just think of, you know, the, the, so we have a, a very robust culture program here at Paychex. We have about a thousand, just under a thousand, what we call culture champions, which of our 15,000 employees is a pretty big cross-section. Those are people who opted in to be ambassadors and advocates for our culture. Even just activating that audience in a way that helps tell the story outside of the four walls of our offices. Um, we have so much opportunity to help people see behind the the door of what we do and and figuring out a way to do that. So, so how many how many champions do you have? We have my last count or my, the last time I saw the roster, it was like 900, just under 900. Wow. That's, that's pretty amazing. And when you think about it, like you don't have to have a Disneyfied or whatever level of exposure or group of people. You just need your tribe, right? You need yeah. the people who can speak to it are credible, have the background and want to share that story. So you really, it's not, it's really is more about quality than quantity. I mean, it's nice to have 900, sure. you know, brand ambassadors or champions, but it's, it's also like, okay, how many people are, are our influencers within that group? Mm -hmm. And how can we magnify right. that, that, that message? I think that's, I think that's amazing. And I think that's one of the things that we're learning on a br much broader scale. Like we know it, like we know that from an employment standpoint, people ask, what's it like to work there? They have credibility. Mm -hmm. They're the ones who are they're living it every day. And so I love that thinking about how do I how do I take that and how do I make um, these raving fans who are willing to talk about that experience. So I definitely think that tracks. And good that good are, example. And that are unbiased too, right? Like people want right. to hear from the employees. I mean, it's one thing to give great marketing collateral and, and, and recruitment marketing employer brand content to your recruiters to push out, mm -hmm. you know, to talk about but they're recruiters. People are expecting them to, right. to talk about that type of stuff. But when, when you have employees seemingly un, you know, uncompensated for doing so, you know, that are just doing it because they actually genuinely love, that's when you get really right. good content that attracts other people totally. like that. So it's awesome that yeah. you're, you're finally getting to a point in your program where you're starting to build that. That's awesome. You know, what's yeah. some advice that you would have for, yourself when you're starting out at this three years ago that you've learned yeah. during this time building out your employer brand program at Paychex? Um, the first thing is that the, the partnerships that you have within your organization are critical. So you can, you can really only take certain things so far. I could make a hundred social media graphics and videos and podcasts and everything to share with my recruiters. But if I don't have the buy-in and the partnership from PR, from marketing, um, from the organizations that we support um, to be able to tell their story and to to speak to their unique team dynamic, um, it will only go so far around the track. So, you know, that has been a huge part of it. And it's a work in progress. It, it continues for me. You know, there are teams who know who I am and know what I do. And there are people who have never heard of me. And that's fine. So, you know, part of what I do is, is uh, continuing to just make those partnerships and build those relationships. Um, so I would tell Deborah of three years ago, you know, to to be as outgoing as possible in reaching out to people and helping understand 
that you're there to support them and finding out where they need support, finding out what their challenges are. You know, again, you know, when you talk about going into meetings and having credibility, it's not about what am I trying to accomplish? What is Deborah Luna trying to accomplish? Or how, how is Deborah trying to, what am I trying to say as, a, as an individual about the brand of paychecks? It's what am I hearing and how do I, you know, sort of like ricochet that back out? It's not about me making it up. It's about me absorbing it and hearing what I'm hearing and then putting it in a, in a, in a package that makes it easier for people to understand that, that don't work here. Um, I think leveraging networks. So be they internal or in a case like a talent brand alliance or other, um, you know, other groups like that. Um, and I would think I would say another is fail fast <laughs> and move forward. So if something works, continue, move it forward, you know, continue to grow on it. If it doesn't, it's okay. It's not the be all end all. Yeah. That's some okay. great advice. Yeah. And, and, and I know you went, to, you came to the last talent brand summit and you were yeah. vocal and you shared and you asked questions. Uh, it was a, really a pleasure having you there. It felt like Thank you. you got a lot out of it, but you also gave a lot to um, and, and developed some cool relationships as well. Any, yeah. you know, we've, we've got the next summit, our first one in London coming up in mm-hmm. October. Any advice for folks that are uh, thinking about joining either that one or our next oh one here in Austin that, you know, to make sure they get the best out of that mm-hmm. event? Yeah. So first things first is go. If you're on the fence about going, get off the fence and go, go buy your ticket. It was beyond what I thought it was going to be. You know, I think any of us in this space, we go to conferences, we go to web, you know, lectures and webinars and all these things. And there's always this undercurrent of it's being sponsored by a company who their ultimate end goal is to show you all the products that will solve all the problems that they told you that you have. Um, that is not what this is. <laughs> so that was nice. Although it did open us up to a lot of products and services, but in a very sort of gentle and approachable way, which I appreciate because no one likes being, you know, sort of hit over the head and a beautiful venue. I don't know if you guys are planning it the same venue again next year, but, um, it was a very, I shot a bow and arrow, which, you know, I live in New York. I don't shoot bow and arrows on a regular normal. basis. That's normal for New York, right? That that's the a Texas. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I have my, like every day I'm like, what is it oh, called? A, there's something yeah, on the, there's a fly on there, throw my ax at it. No. Katniss Everdeen. Yeah. Let me get, let me get my, yeah. That's quiver. normal. Is it a quiver? It's a quiver, I think. Arrow in your quiver, something like that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, there's a, yeah. You want to take so. us home? Yeah, so I, I want to know what, what's something that people don't know about you, Deborah? Like something, something that you could share, maybe a little personal, um, not too personal. This isn't a secret, but I'll share it. And then I'll share one that's also not a secret, but maybe people don't know. I am um, obsessed with dogs. If you have a dog, I want to know your dog. I want to be best friends with your dog. I want them. I want to know their birthday. I want to know their favorite snacks. I want to know what their feet smell like. I want to know if they like kisses on their nose, like all the things. So just know that. You, you um, had me, you had me until you said what their feet smell like. That's, I just gotta, that's where I draw the line. Do both of you, I know Brian, you have a dog. Will, do you have a dog? Yeah. I, and I adopted it from Brian. Okay. So I have a golden, his name mm-hmm. is Rigby and he's the best. He's a dinkus and I love him. Um, but all dog feet smell like Fritos. And I implore you to check when you get home. Unless, who's listening, unless you are not wrong. mindful of where they step. <laughs> they smell like well, I, well yeah i mean check. <laughs> give it like a once over yeah i'm not i'm not gonna stick my nose in there without yeah without investigating yeah definitely Sorry. give like a surface check yeah after, check it out after the next um, 
But then the other thing is that before getting into recruiting and before like my, you know, first jobs out of college, my initial life plan was to be on Broadway. Just a, a big background in that. And in I was in some bands back in the That's day. That's why we get along so um, well. Because we're both theater yeah. nerds and musicians. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it so is. you can talk to me about dogs or like Stephen Sondheim and, and Hamilton when we're together next, whatever you prefer. Thank you guys so much for uh, inviting me to be on. It has been a pleasure indeed. And, uh, and I look forward to seeing you guys again in Austin. Who inspires you in the talent brand space? We're always looking for new guests on the talent brand podcast. If that's you, or you know someone who has an interesting story of how they started on the talent brand path, we want to hear about it. Please reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, or email us at info at talentbrand.org. And don't forget to follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcast goodness.